The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, season guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Law and Andy Lindis. And good morning. Andy's taking uh, the day off today, as we've been uh, t- telling you all week. The Luke Panic is uh, filling in for Andy today. Luke, if you're new to the show, is uh, with Lindis Construction as their deck and port specialist. He knows his stuff. <laughs> and I was mentioning it earlier this week, uh, Luke. Good morning, by the way. Good morning. It's good to see you. That, yes, uh, we're, we're going to another winter storm morning. And if you saw pictures of my deck, I'm sure you've seen enough just in the work you do. I haven't touched it this this winter. Okay. Three, four feet, I don't know. It's just loaded. You want to test those joists. See oh, how really? strong they are. That's what you're doing? That's a, yes. <laughs> it's research. Yes. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Good. Uh, but that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we'll talk about porches. We'll talk about other uh, home improvement projects you may have. So we're not going to limit it to that. But uh, we thought that as long as Luke is here and you can talk about, even though it's not ready to do that yet, staining decks, building decks, uh, prepping it for uh, maybe a new finish, things like that, which folks call and text about all the time. It, it'd be nice to have a distraction from the snowstorm we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Everybody's, all the topics are ice dams, yes, attics. true. You know, which is hard to ignore when you look out your kitchen window and you see an ice dam. But maybe it'd be fun to talk about something spring-related. I think so. Spring and summer and maybe fall. But So if you have a, any kind of a, a question for Luke, that uh, zeroes in on that particular topic. By all means, call it in, 651-989-9226, or send a text, 81807. I would imagine that, uh, well, let me ask you this. Uh, with with all the home shows that have happened recently, and mm-hmm. certainly the, the last fall and winter, people calling Lindis wanting to get a new deck? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's, uh, I think, excited about for the for the summer and and uh, we've been we've been talking about a lot of decks with a lot of people and porches and screen rooms and all all varieties. Are people building more porches, adding on to their uh, existing homes a lot? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's it seems like we we always want more living space. Yeah, we can't have too much of it. And they don't want the bugs, no the mosquitoes. Most you know, I did design one open air porch this spring. You did, which, yeah. The, this was a a young couple in. What was it? Lakeville, Rosemount, maybe somewhere over there. Okay. They said they don't have any bugs at all. They said, so we don't want to screen it in. We just want to have it covered because it's real sunny. They face the, you know, uh, south, kind of southwest, so mm-hmm. we get a lot of sun. And so we just did an open air porch, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Well, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. She might be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Let's close it I don't in. know. Some cities are better than others, you yeah. know. I, Interesting. I, I, Bugs are a problem in some areas and not in another. You yeah. think it'd be consistent, but now what about uh, if somebody does call Linda's today, yes, or Monday, yes, and say we we heard the show on Saturday and yep. we want a new deck. Okay, what are the chances of getting a new deck built this year? Uh, pretty good, still, still pretty good. Um, I would say probably over the next thirty to sixty days we'll complete our summer log backlog. Um, so if it's something you want done yet this year, 
there's always somebody that calls and has a graduation party oh, on yes. June 1st, and they think, well, we waited till the snow melts, yeah, and like, I'm sorry. Can't, can't that's, do that. That's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah. so there, you got to plan ahead. Uh, but, yeah, we'll still be taking a few more decks for this season. And most people, like you've given me some huge percentages, go for the low maintenance. Probably 80%, yeah. 80%. be my guess. Yeah. I sure like that, uh, what is the stuff Andy has at home? Zuri. Yeah, you like oh, it? Oh, I don't. That, that's that's the next. Well, maybe not the, the next. That's what we're doing over at your house. Maybe, yeah. Okay, we'll be doing some other stuff before that. But okay. uh, but yeah, for sure. That, that do you like that uh, that that brand? Of, uh, I think it's gorgeous. I think yeah. it's the most natural looking one for sure. I think it's it's a beautiful product. No question. All right, I was looking at some text messages. If you have a, a home improvement type of question for Luke Panic. Call it in or text it in. We have we've cleared the lines. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, and the text again is eight one eight zero seven. Okay, do, do, do. low slope. Here's one. This has nothing to do with decks. Okay, low slope roof almost reaches the ground. Snow piled up so high. I have rabbits running around up there now. How do I keep them from damaging my exhaust chimney for a gas fireplace? Are they get warming up, maybe. Chewing on it? I, yeah, you know. I'm not sure. Um, let's see. Okay. This, this runs into some different paragraphs. where They're just coming in by leaps and bounds, and they're not all connected. So I have to sort them out. Somebody says, I can only roof rake halfway up uh, the roof because of ice dams from there. Pretty common. Is you see a lot of that. People, well, either they can only reach that far or... It's thawed and frozen. It's just rock hard above that. So that's pretty common. Um, it is nice to get the snow off the roof, especially if you have an older attic that doesn't that you know doesn't perform great. Oh. Uh, a foolproof uh, a foolproof plan is to get the snow off the roof because when that snow melts, it creates problems. And especially given the forecast that we're going to have heavy wet snow this time, unlike yeah. in recent uh, storms. By the way, the winter storm warning goes into effect at noon today and goes till 7 a.m. tomorrow. As it warms up here, this is when we're going to see the biggest issues this winter because these ice dams that are on homes right now that have been stayed, that have stayed frozen, yeah. aren't leaking. A lot of them aren't leaking. It's when this thaw, when it starts to warm up now after this big snowstorm and we get up into a 40-degree day. And we're going to do that this week. That's when we want to really pay close attention to your roof. What that's can you do? Like, what can you do then? you got to get that. you got to yeah. get a drainage plane off that roof somehow. I know Lindis has been tremendously busy yes. with uh, roof you, work. We've been steaming ice dams off and doing snow removal, but that's this is when the damaging ice dams come through and drip through the top of your windows. People, that, that'll be what you look for. You'll see the water coming between the casing and the jam extension of your window, and you go, what the heck is that? And basically what that is is that's the water has gone through the plywood. It's worked its way through the ice and water shield. Oh. And every, everybody's first question is, well, didn't the company use ice and water shield? Yeah. Well, yeah, we do, uh, but it's not a swimming pool liner. And if an ice dam sits there long enough with enough water, it'll find its way through. And so it'll drip through the attic, get through the insulation, then it'll get to the poly that's in your attic. And then it'll run over to the edge of the poly where the sheetrock turns from your ceiling, and then it runs down and it drips in your window casing. So people think their windows are leaking, but it's an ice ice dam dripping through your attic. And that's going to happen. It's going to get worse before it gets better here when we have that thaw. So pay close attention to your any area of concern and get that ice off the roof. When it starts to thaw, it'll loosen up. That's the time to get it off. 
you have probably seen it. I know I have. Uh, and we've had text messages about people getting up on a stepladder with a hatchet and start hammering away at those ice dams. That's a no-no. Well, your your future is in a new roof then because you, you, you're going to damage those shingles. It's yeah. impossible to, to not. So, All right, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Jean is calling from Plymouth, I believe, with a question for Luke. Hi, Jean. Good morning. What can Hi, we do? good morning. Good morning. I've had a lot of work done by Linda's Construction and always been very pleased with it, I want to say. Good. And you were talking about the Zuri decks, and I had a Zuri deck put on my house three years ago. And it's gorgeous. It's a grayish color. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. However, it is so hot when you walk on it, when the sun has been beating on it, you, I have to put rugs out there. Really? Hmm. Yes. What direction I, does your deck face? Well, it's northwest, but it gets a lot of sun. Sure, in the and afternoon. It's so hot. In midsummer, it's so hot, it would burn your feet if you didn't have a rug out there. So, and I did read the, uh, I went back and looked at the information about Zuri, and it said sometimes there's heat retention on certain colors. Sure. Well, we have that. <laughs> <laughs> you have weathered gray. Is that the color that you have? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a but popular... It's good, it's good stuff, though, isn't it, Gene? It's it's beautiful, but if you had a little kid that was out there barefoot, they would burn their feet. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm we, serious. We we have had that same experience, Luke and Gene, on our cedar deck. Yes. In the hot summer. Correct. It can get really hot. What we've learned is that it's the color that dictates the temperature more than what it's made out of. If that concrete is a dark gray, if that, just like blacktop, dark black, the darker colors seem to have the highest temperature. Now, the products, some of them hold the temperature longer. And because that Zuri is so dense and solid, once it gets heated up, it holds that temperature longer than wood. Wood dries up or uh, cools off quicker. So I think that's what it is. Uh, but all decks made out of any type of material can get hot like that in the sun for sure. And how about some of that today? We Wouldn't could go that, for that. I would love to burn. <laughs> I would love for my feet to get so warm that they start to sweat on my deck. Now, I, I tell you what, I was. let's do this, Dennis. Let's take a break. Uh, Jay, hang on. You're going to be first out of here, uh, out of the break on the phone. If you have a uh, text question, 81807. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch with those good folks, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. One of the Lindus crew is here and is our, visits with us uh, once in a while. Luke Panic is the deck and port specialist, among other things. And uh, now, I don't know how many folks know, Luke, that you kind of, not kind of, you built your own home. I did. Yeah. I mean, you do more than just decks, (laughs) obviously. Yes. I've been in a construction family since I was, uh, you know, since I was born. My dad was a builder. My grandpa Ah. was a builder. And my great-grandpa was a farmer. And they did their own building. So it goes back a long ways. I bet it does. Well, uh, again, we we, we talk about decks and porches. But if there's another uh, home improvement type of question, you can ask Luke uh, that, that whatever you uh, like. 651-989-9226 is the phone number. Uh, let's go back to the phones. I believe uh, Jay is calling from Hammond. Uh, Jay, you're on CCO. Good morning. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, is if there was an effective way to salt a roof, is what would be the ramifications of that? Um, not so much on a steel roof, but on an asphalt roof. Well, I I don't know that there's any damage or worry about it with your asphalt roof 
to say the only thing we worry about is the stuff on the ground. Like Julie was talking here earlier this hour that you know the plants and stuff can get damaged from yeah. the, the the extra salt. Uh, but I haven't heard of you know these pucks or um, what are they called? Ice roof melt, ice melt. Yeah, ice roof melt. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if that salt is different than like water softener salt or what it is. I think it just stays up there longer. Um, but no, I, I don't. I, I don't believe that it damages your roof. Certainly not like the hatchet would that you <laughs> try to get that ice yeah. dam up. So I think yeah. the salt is a reasonable way. Sometimes it's effective. Sometimes it's not. You know, it's it's but it better than nothing. All right. I get a lot of questions about that. Yeah. And uh, for folks that don't know, it looks like a white hockey puck. Okay. Kind of. Or a big aspirin. And so does it, do you know, have you, do they just, does it kind of just sink its, work its way down the roof yeah, and they, go through the ice? you just toss it on the snow or whatever the case Yeah. And it, so it sticks there and then as, as uh, it melts through. It burns a hole. The idea, color. right, exactly. The idea is then to get into your gutters. Okay. But I don't know. Have you used it? I think I tried it years ago. Yeah. And I don't remember what happened. But you know, we've had a new roof since. So. Did you hit a puck with a lawnmower in the spring then? <laughs> Send it across. The- <laughs> they had dissipated by that time. Uh, all right, okay. Jay, thank you. Uh, text number, by the way, if that's uh, easier for you, uh, 81807. Texter says, I need to replace some cedar boards on my deck. Uh, is there an easy way to get the old screws out? Mm, no. You can try backing them out, and and this is the challenge with removing deck boards. When you go to spin that old screw off, often what happens is the head will break off the screw because it's slightly uh-huh. corroded near the top of the screw, and it's been in that it's been in that joist for a long time. But if you can't, if the head breaks off the screw, you can just pry that board out of there. Any man or a crowbar or or your buddy underneath the deck, you know, pounding that board up. Once you get it loose, and you, the screw head will actually pull right through the through the deck board, and then you just cut the cut the screw head off flush with the top of the joist is about all you can do. It's it's not an easy nor fun project. All right, I tell you what, let's do. Uh, let let me get this text because we have a bunch of them. Uh, the texter says this. If I can follow it, there's a few of them. We have the worst luck. We hired somebody to put up a lattice privacy screen. We used the plastic product. It was about a year and a half ago, and the First year, we had cracks in the dividers and cap molding where the screws went in. Now, there are cracks at almost every screw site. He claims, I assume the installer, he pre-drilled the holes. Would it be cracked? He actually did. But you haven't seen, you can't see it. So it's... No, I, I mean, that is the reason for what we call a pilot hole. Yeah. Is to cause the, if you're using especially smaller building materials, thinner woods or thinner PVC so that it doesn't cause it to split or crack. If the screw is too big or, you know, sometimes our enemy is to sink that screw too far. It doesn't need to have a ton of pressure on that. Just We're just trying to hold it in place that maybe that was the problem. And it could be lousy uh, materials, too, that just, I mean, real cheap vinyl stuff. Yeah. You know, you, you know, I always give an example of the uh, the Menards vinyl chair that's been in the yard for 10 years starts to turn kind of yellow and then yeah. inevitably, you know, your big uncle sits down and the leg breaks because it gets brittle over time. Right. UV makes it brittle. And so brittle vinyl is cheap vinyl and it cracks. It really does. It's not a, you know, it's not a great building material. But vinyl lattice is commonly used because cedar lattice is usually, you know, when you do lattice, it's usually near the ground 
and it's tough to take care of, and it rots quick. That's so true. vinyl lattice is a good product in a lot of applications because it just doesn't rot, and you don't have to paint it all the time. Luke, we need to take a break. We have another half hour of the show to go. If you have any kind of a home improvement question for Luke, call it in or text it in, 651-989-9226. Again, text is 81807. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, brought to us by Lindus Construction. And he's taking the day off today. However, our friend Luke Panic is back. Luke, among other things, is the uh, deck and porch specialist at uh, Linda's Construction, but uh, is certainly fielding any type of construction question you may have today, not limited to decks or porches. 651-989-9226. If, uh, there's a line open if you want to use that. Otherwise, uh, Luke, we have a bunch of text messages. See if we can't help those uh, folks out. Where is it? When when we run the bath fan, it vents out the roof, and that causes the heat, which melts the snow and causes ice on the roof. Is it better to not run the fan? Mm, great question. In fact, I spent I spent a half hour, maybe an hour, the other day, just yesterday, walking around. We had bath. We had a customer with some bath fan problems, where they had water leaking around the exhaust fan. Okay. And so we, and then the quest begins. Where is the water coming from? Is it coming from in the fan, outside the fan? And this particular attic had excessive humidity inside the attic that was condensating and dripping. But as I went up on the roof, trying to avoid my death slope down yeah. to the ground, but I had to go see. So I had to turn the fans on. I'm up on the roof, and I'm looking at these exhaust fans. And the amount of ice around those fans was ridiculous. It was because uh, that warm, humid air is blowing on the snow. The snow's two feet deep, yeah. but it's way over the fan. So it hollows out a cavern and freezes, and it cr- created basically a glass uh, jar almost around that and exhaust. And the cycle would continue. Yeah. Again, just because of the – and we haven't seen this much snow on our roofs in a while, so I think a lot of things aren't working as properly as yeah. they should. I don't think roof vents – I know Andy and I discussed this, that we think these roof vents work great all winter long, but I, you know, I can tell that these they do get constrained some. They're not venting as freely as they did when the snow isn't completely encasing them. Right. So um, I think it is a concern, and I think it's important to get that snow off and pull it away from those fans so that they can function. But I still think you should run your fan. I absolutely do. Yeah. That, it's the lesser of two evils yes. in a way. Yes. All right. Uh, another texter says this, Luke, I have a log cabin in western Minnesota that needs log repair on six or seven logs from water penetration. Then the entire exterior needs to be protected with some uh, stain or other covering to prevent rot and to beautify. Can you recommend how to accomplish these things, or do you know anybody who is experienced in log home maintenance in that particular area, western Minnesota? I know Linda's folks know people all over the place. Yes, and I, I can't say a specific person. I, yeah. I We have a family log cabin that we built, um, oh. and the way it would be very difficult to remove and replace a log. Um, so that's going to require a tool, a guy with some serious tools to be yeah. able to do that. To speak on the preservative or the beautifying, we used Sickens on our log cabin. It's uh, good stuff. It's great stuff. Um, and speaking of which, um, reaching out to my family, we got one wall that we need to beautify. It's The southern exposure has, is gray and it's deteriorated, and we need to wash and recoat that, have a little family party. Uh, but it that that product is really good for a horizontal or a siding surface. I haven't had that great success with it on a deck surface. 
it's peeled. It's more like a varnish. Mm. But on a wall, it does a great job, I think. Sickens is, is a beautiful product for that. Yeah, very good. Let's go back to the phones, Luke. Uh, let's see who's been waiting. Uh, D is calling from uh, Bloomington with a question. D, you're on with Luke. Okay, hi. Uh, I am calling about a roof cable. I have a room addition that it, <clears throat> excuse me, extends out from the east side of a north-south wall. And we have the cable on the north side of that addition. Should we be having that plugged in? So it's a heat cable? Is that yeah. is that what? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely plug that in. Okay. Any Anything that we need to know about it other than that? Keep an eye on it. Um, it should be, hopefully it's plugged into a circuit that's on a ground fault interrupter. Right. Uh, so that if it, it gets shorted out, it can trip the circuit. Yeah. Um, that would be my only concern. Uh, okay. But, yeah, plug it in before the snow comes. That'd be great. All right. Yeah. Thank you. you bet, All right, D. D. Thank you, D. Uh, let's uh, see who else has been waiting. Uh, uh, Kurt. Kurt in Winston, I believe, is on the heart. Kurt, you're on CCO. Good morning. Well, good morning, gentlemen. I have a question on a cedar deck I put in last year. When I put the sealer on the deck, parts, parts of it turned black. Hmm. The... It's, any relation uh, in the shade, in the sun, in any kind uh, of... It's a southern exposure. Okay, so lots of sun. Right. Black is generally a mildew, a mold spore that's growing on top of the deck. So I would wash that with a brightener cleaner, and there doesn't seem to be any consistent reason why some decks grow mold and some don't. Hmm. But... Yours has the right spore and biological atmosphere to create mold and mildew, and you're going to need to wash your deck, which everybody should. But you would use a you know a, a cleaning solution that has a little bit of bleach, and wash that, wash it off. That's all you can do, and keep washing it. I'd, you know, twice a summer, I'd say every spring, every fall, give it a good bath. Um, and you can find that stuff at any big box or paint store, right? You bet. Everybody has it. You can yeah. even make your own if you. I'm sure if you Google. Google something and come Being up with careful. your home brew of vinegar. And, yeah. You know, my mom puts vinegar. My mom used to clean anything with vinegar, right? <laughs> it's a good product. Yeah. It does just by, you know, but a bleach combination of some, you yeah. know, some diluted bleach version is really what you need. But is there, do you think, anything after that? I mean, if, if Kurt uses the same product, we didn't know what product he used. No, and I don't think it's specific to a product. Okay. I mean, now this has happened to, I don't care if you use the product from Sherwin-Williams Hirschfield or, or the, you know, the the penifin we talk about. It'll grow mold. Uh, it's, many of them have, um, but it doesn't seem, it's not consistent. Mm. It's not like all decks grow mold. Some, de- you know, it's not the ones on the southwest corner, the ones on the north, you know, it's not consistent at all. So I think it has to do with just that little biological setting is what dictates okay. mold growth. Thank you, Kurt. Appreciate that. There's a line open, 651-989-9226. A text number, 81807. Getting back to that. A texter says, I have a beautiful deck done by Lindis. I am wondering if putting a small amount of ice melt in spots is harmful to this product. Uh, to the deck, I guess I don't know. Well, ice melt, I mean, the stuff you put, people put on sidewalks. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Yeah. Um I don't know if I put it on my deck. Eh? I don't. <laughs> I don't think it would hurt the synthetics. I think it's going to be harder on the woods, but as long as you wash it off and rinse it off, I don't think it's a problem. We we had a text again. This is not scientific, but we had a text here a few weeks ago from a um, person who was in 
the the uh, uh, concrete business for 30 years. Okay. Who said don't use any sodium product on your concrete or chloride product? You know. I agree. Some people say mag chloride is a lot safer, but yeah. he said forget it on concrete. Yes. I agree with that completely because it'll, it'll cause spalling and, uh, quicker than, than you want. And you should put a, a seal on your concrete. To, yeah, yeah, you, you got to sure. keep doing that. Yeah. But, as, you know, when I speak on the, the ice, when you got ice on your deck, I get a lot of questions about Zuri or other AZA, any of the synthetic. These are these going to be slippery. Well, anything with ice on a slippery. Yeah. And I'll tell you that without ice, any of the synthetics have more of a grip than any wood. Wood is far more slick. That's interesting. Wet wood is slick. Yeah. Okay? So when you're talking about if there's ice on your deck and you you want, it can be very slippery. So, yes, I would say if salt is going to make it not slippery where you walk so you don't fall, absolutely, don't think twice about it. Make it stable to walk on. But would I just broadcast it all over my deck? <laughs> no, I would not. Maybe just on those slick spots. Yeah, where deck. you're walking and traveling and shit. All right. Hang on, Luke. A quick break is in order here on CCO. We have more show to come. Callers, stay there. Textures will pick up on what you're questioning uh, as for Luke in uh, just a moment or two. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show here on CCO. Denny, along with Luke Panic from Linda's Construction. If you have, a, especially today, uh, if you have a deck, decking, porch type question, Again, we field other questions as well, but specifically those. 651-989-9226 is the phone number. The text number, meanwhile, is 81807. Uh, Luke, let's go to uh, back to the phones, and we'll grab texts. Ted is calling from Waverly with a question. Hi, uh, Ted. What What is your question for Luke? Yeah, hey, guys. Hey, thanks. I appreciate the call or the <laughs> response. I have a question. Yeah, I may know the answer, but I have a deck. that It's a wood deck. I, I uh, pressure washed it. I've had this house for about a year and a half. Now, there's one spot. The previous owners had a, a a grill, and they didn't use a drip pan. And there's a spot. There's like a, a grease spot. Sure. On about three foot long. Sure. And uh, that was that's still there, and I can't get it off. I don't know if I, I bleach it, if I just should just cut it out, or is there some uh, secret trick? Well, the grease is tough because it could it can penetrate pretty far into the woods. Um, I would try sanding it first. You said you pressure washed it. Is that right? It worked great on everything else except that spot. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I would try sanding it. And if that didn't work, then I just replace that board, get it out of there. It's just so saturated that it's worked its way down too far into the grain of the wood. And, And cedars are very porous and light wood. So it absorbs quite a bit. All right, very good. Thanks, Ted. Appreciate the call. Oh, we have so many text uh, messages, uh, Luke. Let's uh, see if we can't field a bunch. Texas says, I have a deck 12 by 25, 10 feet high. The structure is green treated. The decking is 2 by 6 redwood. How long should the galvanized bolts that uh, screw into the house last? The redwood decking is starting to decay. Can I remove the redwood decking and reuse the green treated structure, or should I demo the deck and replace it? Demo the deck and replace it. Because you, you say it's not as expensive anyway, the, the substrate. Don't think twice about it. Demo okay. the deck because the, the joists are, if it's got real 2 by 6 redwood on it, this is a dinosaur. This is oh. a, and it's a neat, it's a neat product. That redwood is still good. That can be sanded and salvaged and used. You mentioned that before. You like that. Stuff. I do. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's a, that's a very good wood. 
the the problem with reusing the joists is that they're already they've already exceeded their lifespan. 25, 30 years is what we expect out of these things. So to try to reuse them when they're the least expensive part of the deck just doesn't make any sense. And you're right, those ledger bolts that are locked, lugged into the house, are they been there for 20, 30 years? No, you know, time to time to do it new. You want to get that old ledger board off. We find, you know, a lot of the decks we do, when we take that old ledger board off, we find water damage behind them that you people, do you? people didn't know about. So that's a great time. Take it off, look behind there, make sure everything's solid. Uh, put on a brand new ledger board with a good drip cap and, and use the new updated uh, ledger lock uh, systems that we use to fasten it to the house. So great time to start over. Don't think twice about salvaging it. Thank you for that text. Uh, here's another one. It says, I have a dormer on my house. I've had a roof vent put in and a hot roof installed four feet up. I'm still getting water running inside my wall. Is there anything that can prevent this from happening? I've spent thousands of dollars on steaming ice stamps. How about a metal or rubber roof? Yeah, uh, both are good possibilities. Uh, ru- it depends on the slope of the roof, if it, it needs to be rubber or not. But oftentimes, um, you know, one of my favorite things to install is an insulated metal roof uh, if there's enough pitch. We need at least a 3, I like to have at least a 312 pitch, uh, but an insulated metal roof is often the best solution. Okay, very good. Uh, let's see. I have a deck that sits above a patio with footings that are beneath the concrete patio. What are my options to replace the support poles without cutting up my patio? Well, that depends on if there's room, if if there's a, if the deck extends beyond the cement enough that you can get a post out at the end. It might be possible. If it's a cantilever beam and it's sitting underneath that concrete, the new the the posts got to go back where they were. So I. Without seeing it, it's pretty tough for me to say because we commonly cut out concrete and put in footings. I mean, and when you patch back in the cement, it's it's not perfect. So I understand the concern, but without looking at that one, I don't know that I can give a good answer. Okay. You were talking about uh, steel roofing. But somebody has never asked this question before on this show. Hung vertically, is steel roofing a good siding? Huh. I've never seen that. Um, I don't know what structure you'd want it for unless it's a shelter no, the answer is no. I don't think so. Uh, I have seen it done. Um, I have seen it done, but I wouldn't say that that's a good siding uh, because it's not lapped vertically proper. I mean, it, it's not lapped the right way. It's lapped. Um, the seams are lapping over each other. And it could be, it depends on, too, if you're talking about the screw-on steel like a pole shed. I mean, that works as siding, too, but that that requires the little screws with the rubber rings on them, and eventually those fail. So, uh no. And I don't know if you have have a name because I know folks can call Lindis and they can tell them, but it's another one of those, does Lindis go out this far? Do you, Texter says, do home assessments as far out as Malacca? A son and daughter-in-law just bought an older farm home that will need a lot of renovation, plumbing, et cetera, electrical, windows, roofing. Um, and what is the cost of an assessment? Well, Lindis anyway, when they go to play, the, the assessment is free. I mean, the initial. Yes. Yeah, we don't charge anything for that. Malacca is no. a little bit out of our range. Yeah. A little bit. But I'll tell you what, wouldn't you suggest that this uh, text or listener should uh, call 1-800-LEAF-CARD? Yes. And they'll, they'll tell because Andy's always said they We've know. We've got friends in St. Cloud yeah. and Brainerd, and yeah. We've yeah. got people to steer them to the right direction. Absolutely. All right. So do that. 1-800-LEAF-CARD is that toll-free number. Tell them uh, you heard it on the show. Here's another text that says, we have good gutters, 
but I'm wondering if it's a problem that ice is on the lower edge of the roof, even though it's not on the gutters. Ice dam. Yeah, ice dam. No, no surprise there. There's ice dams everywhere I look right now. <laughs> Um, and I, I'm surprised it's not also in the gutter. If it's just on the edge of the roof, right. it'll, it'll soon be in the gutter. How about icicles everywhere? Yeah. I mean, it, it is amazing. And the different colored icicles, because some of the icicles picked up the tannins from the leaves <laughs> on the east. Yeah, they're very colorful and huge. And people are scared of them, and they should. It's okay to knock them down. But it's a good, you'd rather see icicles, honestly, than you would see a big ridge or a dam up on your roof. Yeah. Uh, icicles is a good thing. We see them a lot with our gutters. We tell people you're going to have a lot of icicles with our gutters because it sheds the ice. That's a good thing. Yeah. The big dam up above your front door, not a good thing. I think we have, Luke, time for one more text. Uh, how do you repair a concrete slab patio that heaves next to the house in the winter? Not something that's repairable. What's happening there is the ground is holding moisture. So it's clay or loomis soil. It's expanding and causing it to lift. Sometimes it goes back down. Sometimes they don't. Really, you have to remove the concrete. You have to remove the clay or the loomis soil and put down sand that drains. So you've got sand that drains and dries out, and then it won't heave like that. So not an easy fix. Always good to see you, Luke. Thanks for coming in. I'll see you next week. Yeah, good deal. Very good. Be safe out there. I will. You too. Watch trouble. Watch that heavy, heavy snow. That's right. Coming in. Thanks, Luke. Luke Panic. And again, if you want to get in touch with Linda's Construction, that uh, easiest number to remember is one eight hundred Leaf Garden.